Jason Chancellor, my friend of many decades, my good friend, has chosen to call me a lot of names. Gimp. <laughs> yes. What else do we have? Uh, uh, well, actually, so I'm dealing with a lymphedemia and cellulitis. My left knee. But I uh, had sepsis, so that sent me to the hospital last last weekend. Had a fever of, uh, when I went in, it was 103.7. Like, oh, just getting started. They're like, no, that is not just getting started. This, you're, you're in dangerous terms, sir. I'm like, what are you talking about? I thought a fever started at 103. They're like, no, it starts at 100. No. Yeah, I didn't know 103 that. is no bueno. <laughs> yeah, so I was told, like, I was shaking, shivering, and I don't remember any of it. I thought I had COVID. But... 103 is delirious level. Well, I hit 104.7. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You're breaking all kinds of records. Oh my God! They call me a walking miracle for a reason. Oh well, we need. I need to hear more about that. Okay, so let's discuss it. So May twenty fourth last year, um, had a couple of beverages in the afternoon, just like day drinking a little bit, just you know, normal Sunday routine, just like around Memorial Day or whatever, and enjoying yeah. the day is beautiful and all that good stuff. And uh, it's like nine o'clock at night. <clears throat> decided I wanted to eat a like a open faced turkey sandwich. Like I only, I was just you know trying. Try, I was in my health mode, so I was like you know one piece of bread, put a little bit of turkey on it, a little bit of mayonnaise, some lettuce, some tomato, and just a couple pickles, and just do that with some chips. That's all I needed, and. uh Oh, it must have been an hour later, around 10 o'clock. I think it was around right after 10. I woke up and I was like, ugh, I don't feel good. I thought maybe, oh, food, food poisoning or mm -hmm. I ate something bad. And I, I started getting nauseous, like really severely nauseous. As uh, I deal with this freaking nosebleed. Um, I've been dealing with it all morning now. It means my platelets are low. <clears throat> so, and it's cold outside. It's winter time here in good old Lancaster, Pencil Shitty, Lancaster County. <laughs> uh, it's 20 degrees outside. Winter yeah, is here. Yeah. So, because you're in South Carolina, right? I am. I'm in Greenville, South Greenville. Carolina. Greenville. Love that place. Yeah. Um, Hang on, let me get up. Now, I, it's, I, if I looked at it correctly, I think you're back with your former company. Is that correct? Actually, no. It's like um, I went. <laughs> I um, I got laid off from my former company in February of 2020. Right. Then the pandemic hit and I did yep. some consulting work. Yep. 
and started my own business. Right. It's great entrepreneurship. And, Absolutely. And then uh, uh, one of the competitors to the company I work for came calling. Gotcha. And so Legrand is a is a direct competitor to Vertiv. I'm just going to call him out. Okay. <laughs> um, in the uh, data center management market. Right. So we make you know the, the the team that I work for we produce power distribution products for the data center. So. Oh wow! Big, okay. Big power. That's great. Yeah. Big yeah. power strips. Yeah. 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 I'm uh well I'm going to school for energy policy and sustainability. Energy has been my business along with the technology side for the last 20 years. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, it's funny, man. It's like, yeah, we when we see each other, we see each other, and it's like, but we're still involved in the technology side of things and makes the world rotate and keeps everybody communicated and all that good stuff. Yeah, I think um, the last time you and I actually saw each other, I was up in Philly and yeah, you King of Prussia to eat. Yeah, yeah, California Green. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Uh, no, that's cool. Yeah, I just wanted to, so I could take care of some business here. Um, so that's cool, man. Uh, now, do yeah. you still have your uh, your business going or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I still have. I mean, do I don't both? have. I never really got a huge client list, um, but I do have one that I decided to keep on. Yeah. Um, they're relatively low maintenance, so it made sense to uh, keep them going. Where I basically manage their network and their website. And, right. In um, this job, the main job that I have, it's an official title as a senior product manager for Raritan, which is a brand of Legrand is the right way to say that. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm a product manager for the power distribution portfolio of products. So it's not just a, a wow. rack power distribution unit, but there's inline meters, there's transfer switches, there's yep. a access and control component in the data center to for you know locking the cabinet front and back doors those kinds of things whoops did you drop me no i dropped the microphone <laughs> drop the mic oh you're out oh you're out you're all good uh no so it's it's been a it's kind of a passion of mine bro to be honest with you i mean it's i i, I worked in the data center here in greenville for a company and then uh, in 2009 went to go work for a company called Avacent that uh, basically uh, makes hardware and software solutions for the data center right and then we went through a few buyouts through that process and uh, I worked there for almost 11 years yeah and that's where you met me at California Dream I was I was working for them at that time okay so, yeah I was thinking Emerson. Were, were you working for Emerson? Yeah, so that's what happened. So Avison was purchased in 2010 by Emerson Electric or yeah. a division of Emerson called Emerson Network Power. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. And then we were rebranded as Vertiv. So you may see that. Okay. Um, Vertiv was rebranded in 2016. So what happened was Emerson acquired not only Avacent, the company I work for, but about, I would say, seven or eight other technology and power-based companies, and they put us all under the Emerson Network Power division. Wow. And then in 2016, Emerson uh, really decided to sell off that division 
to a company called Platinum Equity, and Platinum Equity rebranded us Converted. Gotcha. And that's how that. Yeah, because I remember, like, you were like, "Hey, man, I would love to have you on the sales team." You, you, yeah, blow these guys out of the water. I'm like, yeah, and I was kind of like wishy washy because I'm like, I, I didn't feel like traveling at the moment. I'm like, am I gonna be able to handle this? And then all of a sudden, I was like, by the time I finally gave in. It was too late and i understand that that's my fault for not you know but yeah my options are still available you know it's like uh i have my Huey robotics llc um i still like to design robots and all that stuff but i've turned it yep. into Huey arts because right now you know just not being able to work and uh, my my major playing field right now is artwork so yeah i've, I've noticed that um yeah. Saw some of your stuff. I went out to your website. Looks pretty good. Oh, you That's like that, Julie Arts? Yeah, yeah. It's good, man. I, I I think it's laid out nice. I think uh, once you get your products in there and organized well, I think, yeah. You know, it, and I I kind of like I just kind of put it out to get feelers. Like it's yeah. obviously needs tied up, and I know that. But for me, I, it doesn't matter to me because nobody's really said, "Hey, by the way." But I've also found that in the fine arts and selling my products now instead of getting like giving it away or like not getting much money for it. Like now I have connections where it's come to a point where actually the kind of quality of stuff that I do is worth a lot of money. Uh, not Hunter Biden money, but uh... <laughs> that's, another, that's another topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, I could still get anywhere between eighteen hundred and forty-two hundred dollars painted. I mean, which is know, real, which is cool because back in the day you had to die before any of that started materializing and whatever. But yeah. they realized there's struggling artists out there, and you know, you create a masterpiece, something that you did, and mine comes out of mania. So I do some of my best work when I'm hyped up or like anxious or something happens and i get like uh, an expression of the way you feel yeah so i'm all about expressionism so that's where a lot of my best pieces have come from um i'd love to give an example a couple examples recently but it's not meant for this for this podcast um but yeah i went into many episodes where i was i was frustrated mad and what's therapeutic to me is the art therapy so i go into a mania and i'm just like just take colors and just blend them all together and boom then all of a sudden you see faces in it and the difference between like something that i do that something somebody else does which is part of the expressionism is every if you turn like so you have four ways that you could turn the canvas well every which way you look at it is something different and to the person viewing it, to the viewer, they look at it as, wow, I see something this way. Now, now, and then I'm working on developing something that it can rotate. Um, probably gonna have to use a, uh, what I'd like to use is a solar incorporated method um, to stay away from batteries, but um, so it rotates. Um, and then also try to stay off the power. So like kind of keep like the um, uh, conservative conservation, uh, you know, whatever thing. Um, still working on that. It's 
But for me, it's mostly just been, I'm just so wild with my expressionism right now. I'm like, that's the last, least my worries. The most important thing is, is my health. So we'll get back to that. Yeah, let's, let's uh, <clears throat> keep yeah. going there. Sorry so I, I no, that's, that's all right. We, yeah, we always go sidebar. I do yeah, anyway. Um, and it's not that I'm trying to avoid anything. So it turns out to be, I... You know, I hate throwing up. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> no, but I mean, I remember that experience when I drank too much wine one time at the apartment. And... Nobody forgets that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but so, <laughs> yeah, I um, barely, barely made it to the bathroom because I wait, 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 wait. I started sweating and it like... I literally rolled around the corner and as soon I like, I didn't even, I was trying to make the toilet, didn't make that. I felt the sink was the next best option, but I opened my mouth and it was a murder scene across the walls and everything from me, from the wall to me turning into the, the sink. And I filled that sink up twice. Purple. And I was like, not good. Well, okay. You want to know how stupid I am? <laughs> Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, do I have COVID? Like, okay. um, let me think about this. Like, this is weird. Like this isn't food poisoning. I didn't think that I was bleeding, but I didn't realize that when blood, you know, when blood comes out, it's generally purple or when it's raw, right. it's, yeah. So I was like, let me go uh, smoke a half a cigarette and think about this. Oh boy. Oh, I went downstairs, went outside. I probably took three drags and I'm like, man, I do not feel good. Went back upstairs. I was like, let me, let me lay this one down. Think about this. Cause I was trying to figure out what the hell is wrong with me. You know, it's sure. first, you know, you, I just, it's unusual. So <clears throat> I ended up like having that same feeling again, another murder scene into the bathroom. And at this point, my phone was on my bed, but I didn't realize that I left it there. And once again, same, same thing, hit the walls. Boom. Yeah. I mean, it looked like somebody like literally like, I was like bleeding out of my jugular vein, like walking around in circles. Yeah, it's time to make a phone call. At that point, yes. That's why I was like, you know, I think it's probably time to call an ambulance because that's the third time I filled up the bathroom sink fully. Mm -hmm. Wow. And uh, I, um, because I was taking care of my mother, she had double uh, hip replacement surgery. Um, We'll come back to her. Yeah, no, but that's why I was there because then the COVID thing happened and then it, because it was an elective surgery, you know, it was, and I wanted to make sure my mom was taken care of, you know? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, being the oldest son and whatnot. So anyway, I started screaming for my mom, but the scream was like, I could barely scream anymore at this point. Like it was, you know, 11 o'clock at night. And I like, but I was, I was nervous. I like, I, well, I could tell you why in the end, but 
So I could, you know, it was like a faint and I couldn't find my phone. I knew I needed to call an ambulance, call 911. And then finally she came running over and I mean, can you imagine walking in to the bathroom after I just went in there? Oh, I'm sure place? she was full tilt. Like that is enough to make somebody pass out. I still have the photos to remind me never to have a drink again, to remind me not to ever smoke again and all that stuff. Anyway. That's another topic we need to discuss, but go ahead. Yeah. And, uh, she's like, what's going on? I'm like, I need an ambulance and I don't know where my phone is. I can't find it. I don't know what's going on. She like runs over, grabs the phone, gives it to me. I call 911 and they're like, what's the emergency? And I'm like, I don't know. I got blood all over the place. Um, I need somebody here pronto. They're like, how much blood have you lost? I'm like, I don't know. I filled the bathroom sink up three times. Five minutes later, ambulance is there. Boom, I'm in. They're getting all my vitals. I went again in there into like a bag. Not as much, just in a bag. Get me to the hospital probably within like 12 minutes. Um, and then an emergency room. And then boom, I immediately hooked up to all kinds of machines and whatnot. Um, and then... Uh, You're no longer in control. No, I was no, I, I wasn't allowed to be. So I know that feeling too. We'll come back to that. It's another story. <laughs> yeah, and so I um I was laying there, and then they they kind of like set me back because they knew what was going on. I didn't, so I had bleeding varices in my esophagus. Mm. Um, and during that time, like that just created. So it, it created that pressure. It was the same thing as me laying down on my bed. It was kind of like the same kind of positioning. And I got sick and I'm like, I got to throw up again. And dude, they're like not, there was like four nurses in front of me. And unfortunately they were all pretty and cute. <laughs> <laughs> and I opened my mouth and it looked like, I mean, it looked like a, a, a zombie, a, I don't know, like a, something you'd see on The Walking Dead or, you know, like, or I don't know. It, it was just, it was terrible. I like spewing blood. And I was like, I got them all hosed down with blood <laughs> and they had to go and clean that up and get back to me. And a doctor comes running in. And then all I, I kept hearing was, we're losing it, we're losing it. And uh, the God is speaking again. Yeah, yeah. he has a way of. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, it's all, <laughs> it's all, it's all there. Um, so then I was like, they're like, what do you see right now? And I was like, well, it's kind of like all I see Good. right now is a lot of yellow. It's blotchy. I can see, but I can't. I'm not going blind, but all I see is yellow. It's kind of like um, when you're trying to get the reception in on your TV, like playing with the old, in the old days where you're trying to get HBO on because you know there were some dirty movies on and your parents were so, asleep at two o'clock in the morning. So you were jaundiced, is that? No, uh, at that point, no. So here, here's the whole thing. And then I just kept hearing, we're losing them, we're losing them. And I'm like, you're not losing me. I'm fucking right here. And the doctor's like, is everything okay? I'm like, I'm talking to you. I'm not going anywhere. 
like my adrenaline had bumped up that hard because my body naturally wants to keep living. But the amount of blood that I lost, oh my God. So I lost, the human body holds nine units of blood, so to say. Guess how many units I lost up until that point? How many did you lose? Take a guess. Mm, four. Seven. What? Seven. Wow. You, of course, you know, all the IVs and the treatments and like they were, they, they were like feeding me fucking blood. But oh, of course. before they started that, I got my blood and my like my blood type and all that. You know, it was just, and then they were like, how are you feeling now? I'm like, I still feel about the same, but I feel a little bit better. That's because they were just filling me up with blood because the doctor was like, you know, I learned later, the doctor was like, you weren't supposed to survive that. And you shouldn't have been talking to us. You should have been passed out. And I was like, hell no. So I know the first thing you do is you fall asleep and you're done. Mm-hmm. Nope. My was on like I am right now. I'm jacked up, adrenaline rush. You ain't taking me down. You can bring down. I mean, you could bring anything across me right now and I'll take it out. Which is another funny story to something else that happened that summer. So, um, ended up being I had varices. They got it fixed. I was fine for three days. They're like, go home. And I was in there for like, I don't know, ten days. They released me from the hospital. I was in healthy space, and uh, you know they got all my counts up and all that. And then so, determined- so when, so go jump back a second. What, what date was this again? May twenty fourth of twenty twenty. Last year. Oh, twenty twenty one. Yeah, okay. ten years, right. ten months ago. Gotcha. Yep. So. Uh, it was warm outside, obviously, and I mm-hmm. I wanted to attend my garden. Like, I'm supposed to be resting and relaxing in bed. I do not. Like, I'm tired of that. I, I'm not. I want to be outside. So, First year, you're not supposed to do that. Oh, yeah. Well, you, know, <laughs> you know what I did? I went and got mulch. I started oh, mulching the gardens and getting my vegetables, get my plants in. My mom's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I'm living. Yeah, I'm living and I'm uh, planting my vegetable garden. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, nothing. I don't want to be laying in bed. She's like, you need Curtis go. And I'm like, you know, I'm bullheaded. I'm like, well, let me finish this up. Sure enough, that night, they uh, the next day, I had to go back in because... That's when I got, um, I blew up, my fluid filled up and I got, a, uh, I forget the right name for it. So like I went from 177 pounds and blew up to 215 pounds. Like I looked like I was pregnant. Wow. And I was like, oh Jesus. It's just fluid retention. No, it was uh, no. There's a, actually a name for it. I just can't think of it off the top of my head right now. Um, it has to do with liver cirrhosis. Okay. So they determined that I had alcoholic cirrhosis, and that's changed since because 
they realized that that's not the that was not the leading cause to my decompensated liver, which is where it's at now, um, and cancer. So, ascites, ascites, yes, ascites, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I had that, and what they did for that instead of they couldn't drain it. I had it in my stomach, but they didn't feel they didn't determine it was enough to drain out of me. I had my my legs were swollen like a freaking elephantitis, kind of like the, my left side of me is now. But my left side is swollen out from the cellulitis and lymphedemia because I have no lymph nodes in my left uh, my left leg. So there's a point where this could go where this could go down, or it could remain the same for the rest of my life. Um, as long as it doesn't turn into gangrene, they don't have to amputate. And I already right. told them that if they have to amputate, then they can just put me on the suicidal medications and put me out. Uh, put me out. No, I don't. I don't want to amputate. It. That's just me. Yeah. Well, now, would I change my mind at the very end? Probably, but I don't want to go through it. I honestly don't, Jason. And I've already made that. I'm tired of suffering. Um, I've been suffering. For a long time, but the GOD has tried taking me out four times this year, and I've stood up. But now I'm weak. Now I'm really, really, really weak. Uh, my platelets were down to 33 when I went in last Friday. So, like, so what is what is the official diagnosis right now? Um, still undetermined. Well, I uh, cirrhosis, end stage liver disease. Yeah. Hepatic encephalopathy, high ammonia levels, um, because my my liver can't um, release my can't take toxins out of my body. So when I got the sepsis, that should have killed me, because mm-hmm. my it was attacking my liver, and I was uh, pooping white and gray, and that's when they were concerned because I was still had a fever of like one hundred three point. <clears throat> Sure. 103.1 and uh, white and gray bowel movements. And they were like, you know. <laughs> yeah, concerned. Yeah. Well, it just means that you're probably not going to survive this. So it's like, because they started asking me about living wills, started asking about care. Like, they really didn't think I was going to make it out of it. And I knew that. I mean, I wasn't, I'm not dumb. You know, right. and they're not going to tell you that either, because they don't want to put fear in you. But I'm like, I've had fear injected in me multiple times. Right. So the next time, so I ended up getting a tips procedure done in August. And what happened? The difference I had it done at Penn State Hershey Medical Center. It was it was like an hour and a half. They come with like a little fishing rod and like go into your jugular vein and they put a stent into your liver uh, because prior to that, when I woke up on life support, um, I was getting a, my varices banded. Well, when he went in, it's supposed to be a general routine appointment. That was in July, I think. Um, there was a storm coming. And I remember that day very vividly because the nurse is like are you okay i'm like i don't know i was like i don't feel comfortable right now 
She's like, what's wrong? I was like, I feel like some, I was like, there's a storm coming in. She's like, yeah, it's getting ready to like, it, like we're getting ready to have like heavy downpours and like really bad lightning and whatever else. And I was like, she's like, you don't have to worry about your surgery. Like we have backup generators. And if something were to, I was like, nope, there's a storm coming. And I think it's coming for me. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, nope. I don't feel comfortable having this appointment today. Can I reschedule? She's like, it's a little too late. We're getting ready to take you in. I'm like, okay. So we went in, they put me under. I remember this dreamlike state where I was like, like drawing circles. It was like a dream, you know, I was like drawing yeah. circles and just like, it was weird. And I was like, it was my way of communicating. And I was like, cause the only way I could find to communicate in my dream was through art. So I was just like drawing in circles to try to spell out letters. And here it ends up being, well, I wake up finally and I can't talk. I got tubes in me. I'm on life support. I'm tied down to the bed. I couldn't move. And I'm like, like very, very like, it's like worse than waking up in a nightmare. Like you're in your own nightmare. Yes. And I was like, you know, I was trying to figure out what was going on. And then I realized like, Oh my God, I was, I had surgery. Like something happened in the storm. Like maybe, you know, and, but I couldn't talk. So the, the hardest thing about being on life support, you can't communicate. You can't talk. You got a feeding tube. You got a. Are you recording me? Now I am again. <laughs> Oh, well, I've, it's been in and out. It just hasn't been, it's just been one of those days. I knew today was going to go terrible. But <laughs> I like, I like doing things raw and uncut. I like doing things raw and uncut, man. Like it's, a, it's, good. Like, it's not scripted. It's just like, Hey, here it is, man. And, but that's how all of my friends have been. Like I enjoy having conversation. Like it can be from one side of the fence to the other side, out to left field, into outer space, back down to earth, down into hell, out to heaven. You know, it's like every out which way but Sunday. It's great. <laughs> oh, hi, oh. <laughs> Remember that shit? <laughs> the old death train? No. Uh, when somebody had Ohio tattooed across their ass. Yeah, I don't, permanent I don't marker. <laughs> I think Bubba did that to, uh, what's his face? I forget. Bang my uh, girlfriend at the time. Who's from uh, Lidditz, Warwick. I gotta tell you, my guitar memory fades sometimes. Who was the guitar years. player, dude? Um, Are you talking about Adam? Not, no, my guy, I missed that guy. Oh, man. I know he's still around. Um, Wade, Wayne. Oh, Wade. Wade. Yeah. yeah. That guy. Wade. Yeah. And his, uh, his girlfriend, 
when we were younger, his girlfriend's dad made beer down in the basement over in uh, off Marriott Avenue. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea, I think her name was. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Still have a good memory. Still pretty sharp. Yeah, that's Yeah, because he ended up, remember, he ended up banging Angie Creasy? <laughs> dropping names, man. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I'm just being honest. <laughs> that I pissed me about, off. I forgot about a lot of this, man. Good well, I didn't, because that's the night I broke the window, and I went down and told... Oh, or apartment complex that I threw a football and I, my buddy missed catching the football and we broke the window. Meanwhile, I was watching her go out with him and because, I mean, I still remember that night though. <clears throat> like, she was like Jenny from Forrest Gump. Like, out of the blue. All I know is I come home after a late night of partying and there's some girl in my bed. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, oh my God, it's her. Which apartment was that? Uh, we were in Millersville. Uh, oh, right there on 741. Yeah. I didn't want to give away the name of the apartment complex. Yeah, it's fine. I, yeah, there's a lot. That's the... Yo, well, you were my wine. roommate. We were, that's where we were roommates. The red wine story. Yeah, the red wine. But then Angie Creasy, because you guys went to high school together. Angie. I should have yeah. said her last name. Well, that's her last name. It's not her married name. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still remember that night because I was out doing blow all night. And I came home and she's in my bed. And I'm like, oh and my here's God. here's the reason why I left that apartment if you don't. Yeah, no, I remember. remember. <laughs> I was doing a lot of blow because I was getting it yeah. all for free because it can. Yeah. You were a mess. I was, man. Oh, it's God. okay. It's okay. You know, yeah. but then and I got to meet the guy behind the guy when I went to Florida. That was the that. worst. The worst was when I went to Florida, getting getting bricks, <clears throat> pure yeah, driven, one hundred percent. Woo! Yeah, I got all that. <laughs> yeah, man, I left Lancaster in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, all because of me. I actually went, well, it wasn't all because of you. I know. It was because of me. <laughs> I had to get out of there. I don't but, blame you, man. What's that? I, I don't blame you what's uh, one bit, you know. Yeah. Especially getting out of Lancaster City, you know. I, I, I went to Florida for, I was in Orlando for, uh, till January of 99. Then I came to Greenville in January of 99. Right, but see, that was back in the times that I, I think I talked about on that where it might be another one that I'm going to do. But I think I did talk about that. It was, there was times where it was just easy to pick up and go. Like, you could do that with $600, $400. Oh, yeah, easy. I didn't, have, I didn't have very much to, to piss in. Never. Yeah. I remember when I went moved down to D.C., I had $80 to my name. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was getting, well, I had a job lined up and everything else, but it was like I had $80. Hey, speaking, speaking of that, do you know what's still on my wrist? Oh, yeah. It's still on my wrist today. That's great. Isn't that crazy? That That's was awesome. 1994. That you and was I that 94? I couldn't remember. The 94, 95, or 96, yeah. Or, or yeah, yeah right around that time. Yeah. 
Yeah, th- this thing has never come out. It's literally never come out. I mean, it's come off Earth a couple of times. I was in a head-on collision, devastating accident in Nashville. This thing never came off my wrist. Huh. Yeah. So, not, it just won't come off my wrist, man. Well, it's interesting because the whole reason why we went down there is because we thought my father was in that stat was the statue of the three servicemen. Oh and yeah. Had the pictures yeah. to pretty much prove it until they finally said that it was. But you could, I mean. There, it was there, uncanny. Yeah. I'm glad I got to know the truth, not knowing that every time I go there, like, I'm looking at my dad because, you know, you know, and that's the other thing, too. It's like not seeing your father for almost 40 years, knowing that you can never see, like, he's done. I watched him die. Yeah, man, it's tough. It's a, you know, it's a tough thing. It's and- what adds to the PTSD. That's why, like, I'm always like, I'm not going to fall asleep. I'm not going to go down. No, no. It doesn't haunt me anymore. Um, but, you know, that was a big driver into, like, and then my stepfather just being an asshole. Yeah, I never got, I left before all that went down. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, it is what, I, I don't even want to discuss it. it no, yeah. You it ain't worth it. it. It's not worth my time, um, but he, you know, both between those two things, and then, well, I mean, my mom finally got to know the truth, and then she never knew it, or she would have left him real quick, quicker than she did, but, yeah, I didn't like the physical abuse, but, at least least it wasn't sexual, at least, you know, he didn't want to go golfing, I was his golf course, you know, it was like, it was uh it was just all about because you know he i just had that way with some people like they just want to destroy me so hold on so it was physical abuse is what you were saying yeah yeah see i didn't know about that you never told me oh he used to throw me on the floor and bend my back arm like all the way up and almost break it for out of no reason because of the way i looked at him or the like i'd say i don't know like you know, don't bother, dude, don't bother me, man. I don't want to be bothered right now. And that would set him into a fucking rage. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember you ever telling me any of that. So that's... No, because I kept it all inside. I never told anyone. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, and then I when gotcha. I went to rehab, that's when it all came out. It was just like, this is what happened. But I kept it inside because I didn't... He In the end, because in the end, before he died, he did care about me. In the end, but that's what usually happens. They, people like that, that knew that yeah. they did wrong, they want you to know that they were sorry. So it was like, all right, fine. I remember the day he died. I was at IUP, and my best friend remembers it too, Michael Hazarkoglu. Um, oh, geez, I'm throwing name. I'm name dropping. I better stop that. Um, You're going to do a lot of editing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He doesn't care. Well, you know, you just want to be a Well, Mike Church is on air, and he was like, he wanted his name on there, so. Who? Uh, Mike Church. Time with Mike Church, the two episodes ago, because this is the sixth episode, which is kind of like a pre-airing, and I'm not even sure it's going to come around. I might, I'm just going to take bits and pieces, but Running to Standstills will be the intro. Best of both worlds will, could be the intro or the outro. It's going to depend here. Thank you.
No, it was a uh, keep stops. This is gonna be a good pod. I, I'll see what I'm gonna have to play with this one for. But uh, yeah, yeah, no. So uh, yeah, you know, I, I told my war stories to the doctor. You know, it's just like, and they were just like, you know, when I'm telling them these stories, they think I'm fantasizing it. I'm like, no, this really happened. I used to work for Walt Disney World. I wanted to be an astronaut. Went to space camp. Um, my old hometown of Huntsville, by the yeah, way. That's ahead. right. And, uh, you know, I said, but you asked me about drugs and I'm like, I'm just giving you examples. I mean, she's like, where did you come up with all this money? I'm like, I used to make a lot of money. Sorry. <laughs> like, I might look like a bum, but I'm not. <laughs> it's because I lived a lifestyle, man. It was kind of like the Wolf of Wall Street not to that full extent, but um, <laughs> the concept. The concept, yes. I mean, I wasn't that loaded. No, and I didn't that do that was. many drugs that I had to like do something in the morning to get this way and that way and this way and that way. But when I put that, when I posted that one thing of Leonardo DiCaprio, because I, I was dealing with muscle cramps because of my uh, taking the uh, Lasix. And getting the water weight off me it cramps me up and I can't get enough electrolytes in and then my potassium level is usually low and I have to worry about how I twinkle with that because of nutrition like it's all what you put in your body and I'm like so basically what you're telling me is the only thing I'm allowed to eat is lettuce I'm like I'm not a fucking rabbit I'm gonna eat a chicken I'm gonna eat, eat some protein. red meat I'm gonna, I might even eat some pork, you know. Um, I like seafood. Yeah. They're like, well, the red meat can disappear. That's easy enough. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I was a vegetarian for three years. Um, no, I mean, you get protein. I mean, you just need a good lean protein, lean protein yeah, and vegetables. Right. But I also have to watch. So it's interesting with the protein factor. So I still need to have like an animal, a carcass in me at some point. Um, I don't know. It, it's strange. Like, I, but I mean, I, I, I don't shy away from it, but I'm, I'm like, I'm going to eat what I want to eat. I know how I just know how to like properly eat. Like I might have red meat, like I have red meat in the refrigerator. I wanted it fresh. I wanted to make that with some green peppers, onions, mushrooms, some flavorings, some seasonings. Um, so, you know, that's what I went to school for is uh, exercise, physiology, and nutrition. Yeah. And, I, uh, I just took my nutrition class at Penn State this semester. My, yeah, my nutrition professor back in the day her it's first comment to the class was, if you forget everything else I, that you learned and during this semester, never forget balance and moderation. Right. And that's really what it's all about. I mean, it you is. want to eat better more frequently than you eat worse. I So that was the whole thing about being in a the hospital. They could tell I was frustrated. Like, we could tell you're irritated, Curtis. What's wrong? And I was like, well, first of all, you don't want to let me out of the bed. And I know that I can go downstairs and grab all the snacks and foods that I want to eat and not be supplied with you feeding me three times a day. I go, I don't eat three times a day. 
like, okay. I'm like, I eat like seven or eight times a day. Yeah, smaller meals. Extremely small, but nutritious. Like, like, all right, well, yeah, I can see why that's a problem. Like, and for what you're feeding me, I'm not supposed to be eating anyway, but I'm eating it because I can. So isn't that making anything any better? No, but you're telling me I can't do something and you're allowing me to do it. And you're saying it's okay. So I was like, what's the difference if I have a beer or a soda? Like, well, it's the way that the body, I was like, no, it's all bullshit. There's more chemicals in a soda than there is a beer. The beer, and I, I haven't done it and I just, but I wanted to prove a point. Cause I'm like, you want me to follow all these goddamn guidelines, but yet you're doing something totally different to me. And I'm getting beer, fed go good quality food. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, the portion sizes are off. Not and I half the time. I don't even get, well, see, I'm not allowed to drink tea, coffee. So well, obviously soda carbonated. Um, I'm allowed to have carbonated beverage. It has to be like seltzer water, like, like straight up seltzer. Like it can't, it can't be flavored because I can't do any of the uh, diets or yeah, <clears throat> yeah because yeah. of the the um, the fake it's like the fake sugar right and, and also probably the dyes as well and yeah it's all that so yeah. basically it's like drink water and eat lettuce you'll be good I'm like I don't think so yeah that's not a, that's not appropriate that's not healthy but, man but, it's and I it's mean, not appropriate either. Yeah, I mean, listen, man, I, I spent a week in ICU in Vanderbilt Hospital in Nashville, Tennessee, which is another episode, by the way. Yeah. But, um, you know, my ICU nurses would tell me all the time, you're not going to heal in the hospital. You're not going to get better in the hospital. You heal when you go home. That's right. Because so, I was in there for a week. And they, yeah. they obviously monitor your sleep. They know you're not getting much sleep. But I was in there for eight days. Do you know how many hours of sleep I got in total over that course? Not many, probably. Take a guess. I have no idea. Give, give, give me what is. I was there for eight days. Well, no, I'm sorry. I was there for seven days. Seven. So in a week, what'd you get? Nine hours. Yeah, I mean that's. It was not too... shocking, right? No, and it happened towards the end because I knew I could go home. You're not going to rest. I didn't rest at all. The first four days heal. I was in there because I was battling the fevers and the IVs and the the, the the medications they were giving me through the IV just made me, like, sick. Um, yeah. Like, nauseous, not sick, but just nauseous. And I, I just hate that feeling. It's like a tingly feeling that goes through you. It's kind of like having a flu. Like... But then you're like so jacked up from the meds that I'm on. Uh, just uh, I I don't like being on pharmaceuticals. I, I really don't. But, Chemicals, man. Yeah, it just fuels me up. But uh, yeah, so then I finally got back. But they they finally let me go because they were like, "What do you want? What do you need?" And I'm like. I'm approved for any home care nursing and I'm totally cool with that. I cannot sleep in this bed and nine hours of sleep in a week is not good. And I didn't no. sleep for the first four days. 
at all. It's not, not good for healing. No, I'm like, how can I heal if I'm up all the time? Like, you're not. I'm like, yeah, exactly. And I'm going to go home. I'm going to be up for another few days because I'm going to want to go home. I'm going to want to clean. I know that the person that was with me, uh, helping take care of me is not going to be there. And, uh, you know, I got to do this all on my own. So I went to home care nursing. Because that person doesn't want to feel responsible, and I'm fair to it. Like, I'm open to it. They don't want to feel responsible. Like, they came in, felt like they did what they needed to do. And, uh, but they also don't want to be responsible if something were to happen to me that somebody could put blame on them when it wouldn't be their fault. So, like, I get it. Because the conversation was what do you want? Do you want to build a legacy or do you want to leave a legacy? I was like, at this point, I want to leave a legacy. And that person was like, I want to build one. I was like, yeah, I want to build one too. She's like, no, you want to leave a legacy. Like, yeah, you're right. <clears throat> I guess, but I'm still building. So, you know, it's all about mind control. What does Kurt want to do? Both. You want to, yeah. I want the best of both worlds, man. Van Halen. I. You can't leave what you don't build. Right, so you have to leave a legacy. Yeah, got to build it. No, what is your leg? What is your legacy? It's gonna be memoirs, just about all the stupid funniness and person I've been. But I really want to work on uh, volunteering more and uh, being involved and in more into like uh, conservation and environmentalism and stuff. I mean, you got your art too, right? Your art. And I have my art. Um, yeah, can be inspirational. It's just a lot, you know. It's like your art goes on well, be well beyond you. Right. And my writing does your too. Body. I just haven't. I just haven't really put that out there yet. I still haven't found what I'm looking for is another the, the whole Joshua Tree album is still a playlist for me it so. is still haven't found yeah it's, it's another one still haven't uh, found what I'm looking yeah you know what yeah. I'm gonna throw that in there but right maybe that's relevant still, for the discussion I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to think of a title for your episode I mean that whole album right on home you just play that leaving Lancaster County Taking route now, well, you can't really take route nine anymore. Well, Dude, I've can. traveled the world now. Yeah. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Literally, I've been on every continent. I've still have, haven't found what I'm looking for. Right. <laughs> Except yeah. for what's here at home. Right. But isn't it funny, right? You think you have it all. Somebody thinks they have it all, but they're still chasing. What are you chasing? Well, I don't know. Well, I don't, know no, I don't think you're chasing anything. I think you're exploring. You're curious. You want to see. There you it. go. You want to know. Um, it's like go. I want to go to Iceland. I want to go to Switzerland. I want to go because Switzerland is where part of my family's from um, before they migrated to the States back in whenever 1700s or whatever. Yeah, that's why I was thankful for the corporate job, man, because I would have never been able to travel worldwide had I not had that job so to yeah have experienced and that was great because that was on the company you know that was on the diamond that I mean, I have to pay part of the pocket. 
So I got to tell you, man. So I was, I'm going to tell you this story real quick. Cause I, I happened yeah. to think of you during this journey. I, this was back in April of 2017. Okay. So yeah. I, I had a, almost was considered an emergency trip to Berlin. I wow. literally found out that I was going to have to be in Berlin and that like two weeks notice was about all I had. Yeah. So I, I fly over, to, I went through Frankfurt, Germany. Yep. And I got delayed in Frankfurt and had to get diverted. And it was a mess travel wise. I finally get to uh, Berlin at one o'clock in the morning. I get into the cab and the guy can't, doesn't speak any English at all. So yeah, that was, a, yeah, it's like typical where I'm like, why couldn't I get some guy that at least some broken. So anyway, trying to navigate the communication with the taxi driver. Cause I was staying at the Marriott center city, Berlin. Okay. And I had to, I had a um, train that I had to catch seven o'clock that next morning. So I knew I wasn't going to get much sleep after all the air travel and all that. Yeah finally get back to my hotel and crash for a little bit and I get out and I was like maybe like an hour and a half of sleep I get another taxi over to the train station train station in Berlin is a pretty um, well known train station but yeah Berlin, and I haven't was... been to Berlin I was in, when I was in Germany I was in West Germany I was in Erkelands and uh, yeah I could take the train up to uh, the Netherlands and Holland and all that stuff yeah, yeah, the in East Germany, man, that, that train station is pretty. It's been in a lot of movies, right? Yep, so it was right. like, it's kind of, it's kind of inspiring. I'm like, what? I'm like, wow, here we are. You know, oh, yeah. like, this is kind of cool, right? So, but I finally get on the train and I have a two-hour train ride to Magdeburg, Germany, just west of Berlin. And I'm on the train and I'm sitting there and I, I oh, flip my head, I flip my headphones on, and I literally just kind of hit my MP3s on my phone, and just hit random play yep. and guess what song came on first still haven't found what I'm looking for no our song the song that we listen to on round 9 yeah um, well, running to stand still running to stand still yeah Yeah. and then the, the end of that album is it that album I think well it's right anyway. on home we were listening to right on home yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Anyway, so that it was like in in succession those songs. I'm like, yeah, yeah no, I know what my yeah, boy yeah. Curtis J is doing right now as I'm on the train heading to Magdeburg, Germany. I was actually going to uh, see a client. Their name starts with a T, has a hyphen in it, and has system after it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, I was yeah. going out to their big data center in Magdeburg, Germany. And, right. Like of all things, you know, I hit my hit my music on my phone, and it's it's U two, and it's those you know those songs that we listen to how many times on Route Nine driving down to Ocean City, Maryland. So it was uh, it's pretty and crazy. Here song, I am when you get a train. That music just never fades away, but it's that I I think it was that experience. It was Memorial Day weekend. Vanilla Ice was in like these motorcycle movies. And it was just that you also time. just bought a brand new Ford Ranger truck. You remember yeah. that? And, yeah. But my greatest, oh, running with the devil. I got to put that yeah. on there. So Yeah, there's there's so many of those, man. Because we just listen to it on repeat. I'm every sure. time. Every time. I yeah. get ready to get on to the uh, 83 exit, like when we were racing. <laughs> 
Remember, because I'm driving the, the the Pontiac, and you're like, just don't wreck it. I'm like, nope. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay. And then I realized we were racing, and I'm like, here we go. Room yeah. in and out of four, like coming around that turn, going into that turn before you get to Security Boulevard. It's like the trucks were. It was like. It's kind of like if you were in space and there was meteorites like crossing in front of you, like you had to make the right decision to on, you know, I was going 145 mile an hour around that corner because, you know, it's a nice car. Uh, it was red. <laughs> and I was trying to catch up to you because I knew you weren't that far ahead. And that's yeah. back when you could play and we knew where all the cops sat. It's amazing when you know that kind of stuff driving up and down 95 all the time. But I was yeah. just like, boom. And then just that thrill and boom. And then I caught up to you. And I just remember looking over at you. And I think I gave you the finger. Probably. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably. And I was like, because you had to slow down and make sure that I was okay. Because what I just went through there was like, like four tractor trailers, like simultaneously interchanging the lanes. And I'm interweaving in between all of them going 140 around a corner like probably should have died probably shouldn't have been racing probably shouldn't have been going that fast but there was no yeah, it was around baltimore wasn't it i can't remember well it's the exit where you get off to get on to 83 oh yeah that's right yeah that's right yeah, it's the left exit yeah you get to security boulevard yeah it's crazy right there yeah it's still, still there crazy. every yeah. time i come up to that corner if i'm driving which hasn't been so much so often yeah. anymore i'm usually with someone else because we're usually down in jekyll island or like i was just down in virginia beach i have to turn like i know i'm coming up i plug the phone in start the music in 